Welcome everyone, live from Sunshine Marketplace in Melbourne, Australia. You're listening to Sunshine Live on Live FM. My name is Olive and my fellow co-hosts today from Sunshine College are Bianca, Megan and Cooper. Our special guest today is Mayor Lancashire. Hi Mayor Lancashire, welcome to the show. Hello, pleased to be here. What is your role for Brimbank and what is a typical typical day like for you? Oh, right. Uh, My role is Mayor of Brimbank um, and we uh, elect our mayors um, on an annual basis. Sorry, Bruce, just uh, just to repeat the, is that how you pronounce your surname? Lancashire. Lancashire. So let's do that again so we get the the, um, correction of the name. Um, It's always good to start with a proper name. Okay, Lancashire. Okay. All right, let's start it again. Three, two, one, off you go. Welcome, everyone. Live from Sunshine Marketplace in Melbourne, Australia. You're listening to Sunshine Live on Live FM. My name is Olive, and my fellow co-hosts today from Sunshine College are Bianca, Megan, and Cooper. Our special guest today is Mayor Lankenshire. Hi, Mayor Lankenshire. Welcome to the show. Hello. Pleased to be here. What is your role for Brimbank and what does a typical day look like for you? Well, my role is the mayor. Uh, the mayor is elected by the councillors. Um, uh, Melbourne City is the only council where the public elects the mayor. Um, in all other councils in Victoria, as with Brimbank, uh, it's elected by the councillors. So my fellow councillors elected me a year ago and I'm just about to finish my term as mayor now. Uh, what does the role of mayor like do? Um, look, the role of the mayor is to act as the advocate of council. So I'm involved in most of the public relations um, uh, submissions that go out to the media um, and functions like this um, where they're media. I also uh, am involved. I chair council meetings and chair uh, briefings and things like that. Um, and attend an incredible number of functions across the year. What did you do before you were mayor? Um, Okay, well, certainly for the uh, two years before I was a councillor, and of course, after this mayoral term, I'll I'll be back being a councillor. But prior to that, um, I'm a qualified civil engineer and a qualified town planner, and I've worked for about 20 years in local government and about 20 years in consulting. What did you do as a councillor? Um, as, as a councillor, um, uh, you have to go through uh, uh, council meetings and make decisions uh, for the council. So you're one of 11 councillors um, in that sense, and so there's voting. Um, and you attend a lot of briefing sessions prior to those meetings to make sure you're well informed of the issues and give them proper consideration before voting. How has Matt treated you? How has your experience as Matt treated you? Oh, look, it has been fantastic. Uh, the, the job of mayor is, in fact, um, can involve a lot of evenings during the day and uh, weekends. So it's uh, very full on for the whole year, um, which makes it, I, I guess, good reason for making it limited to one year. Uh, have you always wanted to be mayor? Like, how did you find yourself in the role of a mayor? Um, look, I, uh, I had retired and uh, uh, my wife said I was um, suffering from RDS, um, Relevance Deficit Syndrome, and uh, that I should go and do something and why not run for local government? Well, I'd worked in local government, um, so it seemed um, I had potentially a lot to offer and ran for council and uh, got elected. And um, 
but the the issue of mayor was something that came up after being elected. Have you always had a passion for politics? Oh yes. Um, the uh, I was involved in um, a campaign to uh, save one of our parks, Sydenham Park. It was uh, proposed to be sold by council at one stage, and uh, we were we and others were all involved in a campaign to keep it. We were successful and kept Sydenham Park, and that's now our largest park, which is really quite exciting. Uh, we've just recently opened it, which uh, is one of the things I did as mayor in the opening ceremony. What would you consider your favourite part of our jurisdiction? Um, look, uh, there, there are a few things. Um, one of the things I really like doing as mayor is um, presiding over uh, citizenship ceremonies. We're um, one of Australia's most significant multicultural communities and uh, we have about 200 people um, every citizenship ceremony going through and that's really exciting. Um, people are changing their citizenship. There's a few cases where they don't have citizenship and they're getting Australian citizenship. So people are pretty excited. It's really good fun and, uh, and I always look forward to that. What, has been, what do you think has been your biggest achievement as mayor? Oh, look, uh, the biggest achievement, there's a couple of things that I really like. Um, opening of Sydenham Park, our largest park to the public. Uh, we've uh, constructed walkways within the park and uh, set up a play uh, ground in the, uh, in the park. Uh, to have that open to the park is very good. Uh, we took back, um, part of the park is a golf course. We took back the uh, golf course from a private contractor and um, the, uh, uh, that's actually now returning money to the council. Um, which we hope to use on fixing up the park. Uh, the opening of the Bork, um, the Brimbank Aquatic and Wellness Centre, uh, just to give you an idea of how successful that was, we've been arguing for that and building that over two terms of council. Um, and it was uh, suggested that we would have a membership of 3,000 and break even and start to turn a profit after three years. Well, we now have, in fact, have a membership of 10,000 and we're making a profit in the first year. So that's extremely exciting. And as a future, um, we would hope to see that we can maybe have some um, outdoor pools constructed there because we have literally, it's so successful, we have queues of people lining up outside the front of it. Oh, and one more thing, um, we've set up um, Kuinda, which is a uh, community house for our local Aboriginal community. So they meet there, have meetings and training, do training there. And that, that was fantastic to open that up in my time as mayor. Were there any troubles building that aquatic centre? Um, any troubles? Yeah. Um, look, look, we have had difficulties at some of our meetings um, by um, uh, what I'd call extreme political groups. Um, disrupting the meeting and yelling out. And the last few meetings we've had to bring the meeting to a halt and evict those causing the trouble and then restart the meeting again. So that's not normal in local government, um, but it is occurring across local government at the moment where there is this um, uh, excessive political activism. If you are just tuning in, we're, you're listening to Sunshine Live on Live FM. I'm live from Sunshine Marketplace in Melbourne, Australia. My name is Olive and my fellow co-hosts from Sunshine College today are Bianca, Megan and Cooper. 
Special guest is Mayor Lancashire. What laws have you been inputting to protect natural wildlife? <coughs> um, look, national wildlife is a federal issue. Um, and there are state parks. However, uh, council has um, some significant parks, and I did mention Sydenham Park, um, and we, of course, protect the wildlife in Sydenham Park, and it's quite exciting because it's only 15 minutes away from Melbourne Airport, and it's the closest opportunity for people arriving in Australia to go and see uh, things like kangaroos because kangaroos are often top of their list of things to see as a tourist and almost every time you go there you can see a kangaroo and they're quite cheeky they stand up and look at you and uh, it's really quite good fun to see them. What major projects has the Brimbank government been able to do with the funding raised from the state government? Um, look, we get uh, funding through uh, state government from the federal government, funding from the state government, um, and uh, we get, uh, they're usually called grants. And with those grants, we've been able to rebuild a number of our sporting facilities and particularly our um, uh, change rooms. And that's been really good. When we, um, uh, when I first got on council, we had a number of change rooms which were really uncomfortable and not working properly. Uh, the new change rooms these days include individual showers for boys and girls, um, new toilet blocks, meeting rooms, kitchen facilities, um, and uh, quite a few of our grants have gone to that sort of thing, which is great for the sporting community and for uh, local boys and girls. Is is Brimbank doing anything to stop the contribute to uh, the contributions to global warming? Oh, absolutely. Um, we have under uh, COP twenty five. There's a commitment for Australia to have uh, uh, net zero carbon emissions, um, and uh, uh, that's at the federal government level. At the state government level, um, they're also committed to uh, meeting. Um, uh, zero carbon emissions by 20, uh, a bit sooner. Uh, at the council for Brimbank community, we've set a target of zero by 2040. And for the council, we have a target of zero by 2030, which is extremely ambitious. Um, however, we believe we can make it. And that will put us well ahead of the rest of uh, state and federal government in terms of achieving carbon neutral. And can I say that uh, one of the things I argued for as a councillor was that the mayor should have an electric car, not a petrol car. And uh, when I became mayor, uh, they introduced an electric car for the mayor. So I'm the first mayor of Brimbank to drive an electric car, which I can tell you is quite exciting. Um, and also, uh, uh, recently, I've sold my petrol car. And uh, as my mayoral term is just about to end, I've actually followed through and walking the walk, talking the talk, I've bought an electric car myself. Is Brimbank going to contribute to the war on feral cats? If so, why and how? Um, look, we um, collect about 25 cats a week. Um, and uh, they are looked after, given vaccinations. Um, uh, th there may be difficulties with feral cats, um, but uh, some of those cats are domestic cats that are just roaming and uh, will go back to the owner. But yes, we do deal with the issue of feral cats. Um, what are you doing to stop issues like, um, like vaping in the youth? Um, look, uh, we, we have a, a clear interest in that. Um, and, and I might say that uh, 
while there are different levels of law relating to federal, state and local government, um, the, uh, what we do at, uh, in local government is if it's outside the purview of our uh, regulations, then we advocate for it. So we might, for example, argue for the state government, the federal government to introduce laws on vaping and that sort of thing. Uh, we certainly have been very successful in, in encouraging and advocating laws relating to gambling. Um, so where it's outside our right to, uh, to take decisions ourselves, we do advocate. What are you doing to support the youth community? Um, look, uh, in that area, we, we do quite a lot um, from our sporting activities. Uh, we spend um, about $45 million a year on sporting facilities. Many of them are for uh, uh, our uh, younger men and women sportswomen. Um, we also advocate for uh, schools um, to make improvements in that area. Uh, so uh, we do quite a lot, and, and we have some, uh, uh, some also some uh, a couple of councillors who are young, and advocate very strongly for our youth community on different issues. That's all we have for time for today. Thank you to our guest, Man Lancashire. It's been a great pleasure talking to you here today, live from Sunshine Marketplace in Melbourne, Australia. You've been listening to Sunshine Live on Live FM. My name is Olive, and my fellow co-hosts today from Sunshine College were Megan, Cooper and Bianca. Thank you for joining us today. We have hoped you found the information useful. Woo!